It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fake Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, this is a college football-only edition. Our normal podcast will be dropped later in the day with all of the traditional plays. Why are we doing it? Well, the boss told me directly, no one wants to listen to your voice for 22 consecutive minutes. And when you do the college football plays, the show is way too long. You need to change it. So that's why we're here. This is the college football edition. And you know the saying, happy wife, happy life. And yes, the wife is the boss. So here we go. The game on Friday that we like, Boise State and Wyoming. The Cowboys are five and four straight up, two, six and one against the spread. Their last three games, they lost by 11 to New Mexico, lost by six at San Jose State, and beat Colorado State by 14 last week to get the boot back in Laramie on a game we played. Meanwhile, the Broncos are five and four straight up, six and three against the spread. Their last three games, well, they lost by seven to Air Force. They won at Colorado State by nine. And then they had the big win last week at Fresno by 26. So both teams are coming off huge emotional wins. Boise is 2-0 and this year when favored by seven or more. I'm going to lay the 13 and a half with a much better team here. It is Boise State minus 13 and a half to lead off the card. Next up on Saturday, well, we go to one of the greatest rivalries in all the college football in my mind. It is Iowa and Minnesota, and the Hawkeyes are laying four and a half. The Hawkeyes are seven and three straight up, five and four against the spread. Their last three games, close your eyes, they've been ugly. They lost to Purdue by 17. They lost at Wisconsin by 20, and then they hung on for dear life at Northwestern and won by five. Meanwhile, Minnesota, six and three straight up, five, three and one against the spread. Last three games, they beat Maryland by 18. They won at Northwestern by 27, and then they had a clunker, losing by eight to Illinois last week. So the Gophers have had two real duds this year, one against Bowling Green, the other against Illinois. Other than that, Minnesota's actually been pretty good. But this is the 115th meeting for the bronze pig called the Florida Rosedale. That's why it's one of my favorite rivalries. I love bacon. Iowa has won six straight against Minnesota. Minnesota has lost 10 consecutive games in Iowa City. The Hawkeyes beat the Gophers 35-7 to last year. The average margin of victory over the last nine years in this series, 15 points. The last time a game was decided by three points or less was all the way back in 2011. It's an odd rivalry with several lopsided games. So I'm going to take the better team, and they also happen to be the home team. I'm on the Hawkeyes minus the four and a half. Next up on the card, we're going to play Wake Forest in NC State. The Wolfpack are seven and two straight up, six and three against the spread. Last three for them, well, they lost by one at Miami. They beat Louisville by 15, and they won at Florida State by 14. Meanwhile, the Demon Deacons, they're eight and one straight up, five, three and one against the spread. Last three games for them, they won at Army by 14, beat Duke by 38, and lost by three at North Carolina. Primetime evening game at home. It's a short number. 
I'm going to lay the points with an offense that I absolutely love. I'm on Wake Forest, minus the two. Next up on the card, we're going to play Memphis, minus five and a half against East Carolina. The Tigers are five and four straight up, three and six against the spread. Last three games for them, they beat Navy by 18. They lost by 17 at UCF without their starting quarterback. And then they beat SMU last week by three. Meanwhile, the Pirates, they're five and four straight up, six, two and one against the spread. Last three games, they lost by seven at Houston. They beat South Florida by 15, and they crushed Temple by 42. So last week, Seth Hennigan surprised us and played for Memphis. He's going to play again this week. East Carolina has lost three of four road games this season. So I'm going to lay the points with Memphis minus the five and a half. We will get to some underdogs here shortly, but we got another chalk to give you here. We're going to be on Louisiana Lafayette minus six and a half at Troy. The Raging Cajuns are eight and one straight up, three and six against the spread. Their last three games, well, they won by one at Arkansas State. Bounced back the following week to crush Texas State by 45 and then beat Georgia State last week by four. Meanwhile, the Trojans are five and four straight up, four and five against the spread. Their last three games, they won at Texas State by three, lost at Coastal by seven, and beat South Alabama by seven. So Troy has improved significantly since early in the season. Louisiana Lafayette has been a terrible cover team, but they are winning, and they seem to get up for the bigger games. The last time they played someone other than a double-digit spread, they beat Appalachian State by 28. After a one-point win against Arkansas State, they responded with that 45-point win against Texas State. Billy Napier seems to have a faucet. I think he, he will turn it on this week. Let's go with the Raging Cajuns laying the six and a half at Troy. Next up on the card, it is another rivalry that I love. Florida State and Miami. And this one's in Tallahassee. So the Hurricanes are five and four straight up, four and five against the spread. Their last three games, they've shown some signs of life. They beat NC State by one. They won at Pittsburgh by four, and they beat Georgia Tech by three. The Seminoles, on the other hand, it's been a tough year. They're three and six straight up, three and six against the spread. Last three games, they beat UMass by 56. They lost at Clemson by 10, and they lost by 14 to NC State. Eight national championships between these two schools. Five Heisman Trophy winners. Almost 1,200 victories, and yet we are in mid-November with neither team bowl eligible. These programs will be back. This isn't Nebraska. This is the state of Florida we're talking about. Miami has won the last four. Florida State has been held to 10 points in each of the last two games against Miami. Mike Norville needs to deliver this win for the Seminole fan base. In the year that Bobby Bowden passes, a wide right would be a fitting end. Miami will miss it this time. Florida State wins straight up. I've got the Seminoles plus the two and a half. Next up on the card, it is UAB at Marshall. The Blazers are six and three straight up, six and three against the spread. Their last three games, they won at Southern Miss by 34. They lost by six versus Rice and they beat Louisiana Tech by 14. The Thundering Herd are six and three straight up, six and three against the spread. Their last three games, they won at North Texas by 28. They beat FIU by 38, and they won at Florida Atlantic by 15. Marshall is playing good football, but their best win this season against the 72nd best team in the country, Navy. 
UAB losing to Rice was inexcusable, but I think they're better than Marshall most weeks. I'm going to roll the dice and play UAB plus the points at four and a half. Next up on the card, I'm excited for this one. It is Baylor and Oklahoma. The Sooners are a perfect 9-0 in the season, 4-5 against the spread. Last three games, well, since the quarterback change anyway, they beat TCU by 21, they won at Kansas by 12, and they beat Texas Tech by 31. Meanwhile, the Bears are 7-2 straight up, 6-3 against the spread. Their last three games, they beat BYU by 14, they beat Texas by 7, and they lost by 2 at TCU. Losing a key assistant prior to this game will hurt Baylor, but they're still going to be ready. Baylor has covered every home game this season, including wins over Iowa State, BYU, and Texas. The coaches' defenses have held Oklahoma to 295 yards per game over the last two years. Meanwhile, Oklahoma averaged 532 yards against everyone else during that span. Oklahoma's quarterback has yet to face a top 80 passing defense. Baylor ranks 19th. My mom always told me when I was young that if you play with fire, eventually you get burned. This week may finally be that day for Oklahoma. I'm going to take Baylor plus the six. Next up on the card, it is Michigan and Penn State. The Wolverines are 8-1 and one straight up, 7-2 and two against the spread. Last three games, they beat Northwestern by 26. They lost by four at Michigan State and beat Indiana by 22. Meanwhile, the Nittany Lions are 6-3 and three straight up, 6-3 and three against the spread. Last three games for them, they lost to Illinois by two. They lost at Ohio State by nine, and they won at Maryland by 17. Once again, Penn State was a top five team at one point this season, thanks to that key Auburn victory. This is a good football team. But I think this is a special Michigan team this season. Michigan gets this one, and they are only a Maryland win away from setting up the showdown against Ohio State. I'll be honest, I'm pulling for Michigan. I want Michigan and Ohio State to be something special. Michigan, minus two, is the play at Penn State. Next up on the card, it is Northwestern at Wisconsin. The Badgers are six and three straight up, five and four against the spread playing good football of late. I'll tip my cap to them. They won at Purdue by 17. They beat Iowa by 20, and they beat Rutgers on the road by 49. Northwestern, three and six straight up, three and six against the spread. Their last three games, well, they lost at Michigan by 26. They lost to Minnesota by 27, and they lost to Iowa by five. So Northwestern has been terrible on the road. 0-3 against the spread, even lost to Nebraska by 49. But before last week, Wisconsin was only averaging 21.8 points per game. This line is 25. And last time I checked, no matter how bad you are, you are not allowed to score negative points in football. Wisconsin is likely one injury away from needing open tryouts at the running back position. With injuries mounting and Nebraska and Minnesota remaining on the schedule, I would expect the Badgers to ease off the gas a little early on Saturday. So I'm going to take the Wildcats plus the 25. Next up on the card, we're going to play Vandy and Kentucky. The Wildcats are six and three straight up, six and three against the spread. Their last three games, they lost to Georgia by 17, lost at Mississippi State by 14, and lost to Tennessee by three. Meanwhile, the Commodores, two and seven straight up, three and six against the spread. 
Last three games for them, they lost at South Carolina by one, lost to Mississippi State by 39, and lost to Mizzou by nine. So Kentucky is 4-0 against the spread as a favorite. But that included minus two against LSU, minus four and a half against South Carolina, minus five and a half against Missouri. 21 is a different story. These schools are located only 180 miles apart. This is a rivalry game. Kentucky might be a little down after losing the last three. Meanwhile, Vandy will be fired up at home. I'll grab the 21 on the Commodores, plus 21 against Kentucky. And our final game on the card is another underdog. And I make very few guarantees on this podcast, but I will guarantee you this. I will be covering after the first quarter. Our play, New Mexico State, plus 51 against Alabama. The Aggies have one win this season. They beat South Carolina State. But they are 5-0 against the spread when a dog of 19 or more this season. Meanwhile, Alabama, very small sample size here, but they're 0-1 against the spread when, ba- when favored by 50 or more. Okay? So, I think Coach Saban, the holidays are near. Show some mercy this Saturday. We're taking the Aggies, plus 51. So there's your college football card. Let's recap it for you. Friday, Boise State, minus 13 and a half against Wyoming. Your plays on Saturday, Iowa, minus four and a half against Minnesota. Wake Forest, minus two against NC State. Memphis, minus five and a half against East Carolina. The Raging Cajuns, the Louisiana Lafayette, minus six and a half at Troy. Florida State, plus two and a half against Miami. UAB, plus four and a half against Marshall. Baylor, plus six against Oklahoma. Michigan, minus two at Penn State. Northwestern, plus 25 at Wisconsin. Vanderbilt, plus 21 against Kentucky. New Mexico State, plus 51 against Alabama. On Saturday, we will give you three additional FCS plays. The lines aren't out until Saturday morning, so tune in to the Saturday podcast for that. Once again, on college football, we've had back-to-back winning weeks. Can we make it three in a row? Well, we're going to find out. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.